Yes, I think the music machine could take a question. Okay. Spectacular? Colossal? Yeah, um... Terrific question. Yeah, and I think you're going to like what will come up. You know, I said something last time about how I was uh, apologetic about not putting out any content in the last couple weeks or whatever. Well, this time, I really haven't put out any content in a long time. It's not because I didn't have it. I was sitting on it because uh, I'm lazy or, you know, other shit got in the way or both. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm not going to have some, some children on here rapping to you. I'm just going to jump right into it. Without further ado, here's my interview with the young gentleman named Art from Minnesota. Do I sound like extremely loud? Um, a little bit. But <laughs> you said not. a little. You said a little extremely loud. Hold on. <laughs> Hang on. All right. Is that better? Yeah, that is better, isn't it? Yeah, that's better. Yes. <clears throat> cool. So, let me just get a refresher here. You're like, you have your own podcast, right? Yes, I actually have several. I have several. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, All right. I have the School of Entertainment podcast. It's my uh, hip hop urban music podcast that I have with my co-host Luch. Um, he's currently doing, or he's currently in a situation, so that's on hold until everything is good on his end. And okay. I also have uh, another podcast called the Blue Devil um, Podcast. I created this one for the university that I'm at. Okay. And uh, I have another one that I'm planning to release on the fe- on the 22nd of February. So, All right. And what's that one going to be? It's called the Millennial Thoughts Podcast. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a millennial. So. Yeah, you are. And you're the, like, I've only interviewed two people, but I interviewed both of them twice. So it's it counts twice. But yeah. <laughs> I'm 38. Ugh. Oh, uh, no, that's even grosser. <laughs> Aren't you technically a millennial? <laughs> no, I don't. I think I bypassed that. I think I'm somewhere between Guess like, gener- I'm between like Generation X and Millennial, oh, what, yeah. whatever that is. Is just like the extras, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, the the first guy I interviewed, he's a rapper in New York. He's from Brooklyn, and he's he's named Savage Five, but he's thirty. He just turned thirty, and he was talking about how he was too old to like really, or like he was a lot older than a lot of the rappers that he dealt with, and people in the industry would like reject him because he was too old. And I was like, but you're just thirty. Like what? Because yeah. I know, I know, um, two things. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's like forty something, and he was when he got started. So yeah. I don't know. But and then the other guy I interviewed is about my age, just like thirty six or something like that. I think rap is a it's a young man sport, if you ask me. Um, mainly because you got to be hip to all the slangs and all the new, the fashion, the everything that that uh, ties in with rap so it's like you know if you're borderline like 
the 30, 40. <laughs> it's tough to kind of. You got to be careful. You're, the you're, young guys. My audience, too, might be a little older. So you want to <laughs> tread well, lightly. <laughs> well, I'm saying that because um, the younger guys or the younger generation are more uh, open to the, you know, the Percocet, the having fun theme. Yeah. Well, you know, the older, you know, I'm not saying that 30 is old, but. Oh, no, it's not. You'll be there soon. <laughs> <laughs> I got years to go. <laughs> a couple, yeah, a couple. But no, uh, like, I think I hear what you're saying. And, and I, I would love to replay that for you when you do turn 30. But um, are you do you do you rap? No, I don't rap. Oh. Uh, I'm actually I'm just studying uh radio uh broadcasting okay uh, that's what i went to well i didn't go to school for broadcasting i have a communications degree and i've okay. never used it in my entire working career oh really <laughs> yeah i don't really recommend it unless you're gonna get into broadcasting like off the off the bat is that what you're thinking about or yeah that's my goal mm-hmm. uh is to get into radio right like right off the bat so yeah, I, I mean, I did radio here and there, but, like, most of the time I was, like, a paralegal or I worked at, like, a mortgage company or whatever because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, so mm-hmm. I waffled a lot. But and then I also, like, moved across the country because I'm from Denver. I live mm-hmm. in Monroe, Louisiana now. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Probably not. Probably not, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> but it's it's a big uh, – my life's, like, yeah, not really where I expected nor wanted it to be in a lot of ways, but – you know, I love these kids. Uh, <laughs> they're great. Anyway, um, that's, but that's that's cool. Oh, do you have kids? No, I'm. Mm. Uh, you might be surprised to know uh, my age if I tell you my age. No, I think I could. Is it 24? No, I'm oh. nowhere. I told you I was 30. See, when, I said, is- see when I said 30 was old, I was speaking from a very young. <laughs> Yeah, well, how uh, old are you? Perspective. I, I just turned 20. Oh, okay. Because I, I said 24 because that was part of your handle. So, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're like, yeah, you're like an infant. That's cool. It's <laughs> like, should we continue this podcast? <laughs> um, yeah, I knew, I knew you were real young. I mean, you're still in school. And yeah. um, it's good, though. Like, it's cool to get like a young person's perspective another thing i thought was interesting about what you said is you said it's a young man's game where you know as a female that automatically is going to pop out to me Mm -hmm. but um you know that's i kind of touched on that a little bit with with the other guys i talked to but it's almost like played out like the question of like women will they ever like get equal footing in the rap industry or like you know, are they treated fairly or are they just objectified? You know, it's kind of tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's plenty of female MCs out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. It's either they're good or Mm -hmm. they're good for a woman. They're always going to be, they're always going to be between those two. You're being honest, though. Yeah. Yeah. uh, But I think we, like, uh, for example, um, the female rapper, um, I can't remember her name. Cardi uh, B. No. <laughs> no the, Are you thinking of someone I, good? 
Now I'm thinking of someone really good. Yeah. Like Rhapsody? <laughs> Rhapsody, yes. Like Rhapsody is absolutely amazing. And yeah. I think she is a hundred percent better than most of the male rap- rappers, but she's not gonna get the credit Mm-mm. because she's a woman. So it's either she's good, which no one seems to see, or she is good for a woman. So it's like yeah, we I need to think take if- that part away and just give her a credit because she's very good i think it's getting there with a lot of things you know just like oh you know whatever other you know marginalized groups and and people coming out with all the me too stuff and everything i think people are like overly sensitive about a lot of stuff like that but at the same time it's good that they are it's good and it's bad you know it's like there's the witch hunt aspect of it but at the same time people are talking about it you know yeah so with rhapsody you're right. She's not. I don't think it's that she's never going to get the credit. I think it's that she's not going to be commercially popular, you know, because yeah. people want Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, yeah. you know, okay. with the butt implants and everything. But okay. Rhapsody doesn't do that. So it's kind of off the table. But Rhapsody yeah, that's cool. the other thing, right? You have to have something to offer the consumers. Well, sex is like the easiest, quickest, most effective thing, yeah. <laughs> you know, 100%. hands down. Like even on the on the male rapper uh, aspect of it, I think a lot of them kind of almost play that up too much, you know. Like Lil Wayne does that too much. Mm. Nobody really, really, no, honestly wants to have sex with Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there might be, there, there's probably plenty that do just for the fact that he is talented and he is who he is. He is but like, is. if you just look at him like physically, he does try to like give off that persona, but it's like, no, it's, you know, <laughs> like so, thumbs down. So what about a Jay-Z? Oh, I, and I don't know if you listened to any of my podcasts before this, but and there's only like five, but I, I'm not a Jay Z fan. Oh, I, I, why do you like? Are you a Jay Z fan? Yeah, I'm a Jay Z. There's two kinds of people, and I don't, I don't hate your kind of people. I mean, it's not like there's <laughs> like a war going on, but I, I look, I'm older than you. No, I'm not going to keep saying that this whole, <laughs> this whole show. But like, I've listened to hip hop. Like, I was born in 1980, right? Okay. So that was like I started listening to hip hop rap. When I was like two and it's just something I've always been drawn to and that like was in my environment and like my, my parents I was a latchkey kid like my parents would go to work I'd have an hour before school and like an hour and a half after school before they got home so I was always like immediately going to the tv turning on whatever and um yeah but Jay-Z I've kind of watched him become popular and saw everything that went on between him and Nas and he's like the most overrated rapper in the history of rap in my opinion, in my opinion, but if if anything, I think he's the most underrated rapper. Okay, because people don't really uh, pay attention to his message as much. For instance, you just talked about Nas, uh-huh. and, and the not to go all the way back in history, but when <laughs> him and Nas were, uh, you know, the little rap beef they had. Yeah, I think Nas got the most credit out of who were. Um, well, yeah, because he as far he as creativity, clearly, he clearly won that battle. But you know, no cash, no cars, no jail bars, jigger, no pies, no case, just Hawaiian shirts. 
Hanging with little Chase, you a fan A phony, a fake, a pussy, a stand I still whip your ass, you 36 in a karate class You tie boho, trying to work it out You trying to get brolic Ask me if I'm trying to kick knowledge Nah, I'm trying to kick the shit you need to learn though That ether, that shit that make your soul burn slow burn Is he Dame slow. Diddy, Dame Daddy, or Dame that, that's oh, In my <laughs> opinion, people aren't really paying attention to Jay-Z Because he's more of the wisdom kind of rapper. You everyone, think? everyone wants to hear the wittiness and well, yeah, witty, I, I think wittiness so. is part of it. Like, cause that whole, that whole battle thing stems yeah. from like you know just just ripping on people like in the playground or whatever. So yeah. if you can't like make people laugh or at least like rip on somebody in a way that's like creative or fun in some way, it's just like boring. But sure. it's kind of it, it's like you have you saw like the whole Pusha T and um Drake. and Drake thing, which Drake is like a joke to me, but that's another story. <laughs> There's like two rappers that I don't like. It's Jay Z and Drake. We'll just put that on the table. But yeah. I mean, those are two know, of my favorite rappers. That's oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, yeah, I mean, you know, and you're not alone. Like they are the most popular like music artists in the world not just rappers but like they like all over the world they are i think i saw a map it was a map of the u.s but still it was like number one musician period and it was like drake all over the south and up into the east coast and then i think it was jay-z and then fucking um like uh what's his name pitbull or something stupid like that mm-hmm. like yeah for real like scattered around like the southwest or something but yeah i can like, see that yeah and then like beyonce and i don't know who else but yeah um so you're not alone there's got to be something going on there i guess i just um, i don't see it because <laughs> drake drake to me for one he is basically been called out and admitted to not writing his own stuff and I know that a lot of people collab with like different like producers and stuff, and they don't put just their name on song credits. But I think just his whole he vibe just gives off that he doesn't come up with this shit. You know what I mean? So that discredits him completely to me. And he I just think, I don't know. I don't think writing should completely discredit uh, an artist's you know creativity from the whole being able to use his voice the way drake uses voice okay. that in itself is amazing <laughs> okay so I, even I if he doesn't that. write yeah, yeah thank you even if he doesn't <laughs> write you you can still appreciate him being able to use his voice how he uses voice because uh for most of for most rappers they use autotune mm-hmm. i well, mean drake isn't singing but holding notes like how he does Mm. It's not bad. <laughs> you don't think he uses auto tune at all or any kind of like uh, Pro Tools or whatever? Uh, you know he does. They all do. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be lying if I say he doesn't play around with it a little bit. I've I, heard I, I that. I think Drake knows how to hold some notes though. From... Yeah, he could, I guess he could sing, is what the thing is. And I've heard that people I know that have gone to his show say that he puts on a really good show. So he's an entertainer. Like, oh. that's cool. But as far, I guess I'm a purist because I am old. And it's like, yeah, I I really need my favorite rappers to actually write their raps, you know? Because I'm like, well, then what's the point? And, and then that's just me. Clearly, the whole world disagrees with me. <laughs> but whatever. 
See, I think I think Obama's uh, choice on that speaks for itself because he he picked Kendrick over Drake, so I'm I'm going with Obama. I okay. I I think I'm standing on the border because I kind of agree with what you're saying. What you're saying, uh-huh. but at the same time, I don't. <laughs> I agree because you know if I find out that Jay Z isn't writing some of his lyrics because the point of the music is so that it's so impactful that you relate to the message that the artist is saying mm-hmm. and you're expecting that artist whatever they're saying to be something that they've they're living or they they went through and and me finding right. out that Jay Z didn't go through some of the uh, stories that he's telling in his music can mm-hmm. be like you know you're you're kind of taking a step back you know you're yeah. like yo okay it, so i connect with this thing and now you're telling me that this is fake but then at the same time it's creative being able to uh well, it's kind of like it's kind of like the whole six nine thing right like the okay. takashi thing you know because mm-hmm. I, I i noticed and I'm, i said this on my last show too that he was the very first rapper to come out and say uh, yeah, everything I I rapped about was fake. I'm not actually a gangster. I I faked the whole thing, and I'm just a big phony. Like the first time in history, any rapper has ever like said. No, other people have said that about other rappers, but no rapper has said that about themselves thus far. He was the first, so he's got that going for him, I guess. <laughs> but um, he's yeah, he's a prime example of the fact that we don't care about. Um, lyrics being true we as in you know everyone else <laughs> besides you well yeah i'm probably like like you were saying like the younger like consumers like millennials and younger younger than y'all like actually probably is the people that consume music the most especially oh, yeah. rap these days it's gonna be i think someone told me he's like 16 to 24 well that's your group yeah, are you cool. even a, you're not a millennial i think you <laughs> i think you missed I'm, the boat I'm on in that, that border. I'm in that border. Your generation that... Z. I read a whole marketing piece on <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I was I was born '99, so I'm in that border. That was my stepdaughter. She's not a millennial for sure. <laughs> but uh, are you are you sure? I, I'm pretty sure we're technically. I guess so. I don't freaking know. According to this marketing paper I read, y'all aren't. But they, that was just something that some some really old people came up with. So who knows? Who makes the rules on that? You know, is it like the federal treasury or something? It's like <laughs> the the, the uh, CIA. I don't know. Um, you know, another good example of that, though, like the whole lyrics not necessarily matching what your is true to your life is Tupac. Because he, mm. and I make the same argument you're making for Drake, except for the whole writing thing, because Tupac wrote all his own lyrics. But uh, as far as like Tupac, he was like a showman, and he's my top three always, at least. Um, he was like talking about things that he never went through. Um, he was pretty privileged in a lot of ways growing up. You know, he didn't grow up selling crack, he didn't grow up, you know, in the gang. He went to ballet school with Jada Pinkett. And his mom did have, like, a crack problem, and he did have some, like, struggles with, with all that growing up, but he, you know, he did the whole switch and bait. He moved to the West Coast, was all, like, you know, West Coast for life when he was from the East Coast, and was kind of disloyal to a lot of people at different times, you know? Mm-hmm. And it ended up killing him, really. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know. It's a uh, you know I can't say. Uh, he's Drake. Drake's no Tupac, <laughs> but the uh, story is similar though. It is. It is. You're right. I just don't think history's gonna remember Drake as uh, no, no. It, I mean, I hate to say it, but like even if he like got shot, well, yeah, that tends to like make people, you know, puts people on a pedestal, I guess, in a, in a lot of ways. But you know what I'm saying? Like like Mac Miller. Like, people didn't pay any attention to him, really. I mean, he was starting to get, like, a little more well-known. But mm-hmm. when he died, then all of a sudden, all these people are like, oh, Mac Miller's. Like, you didn't know who he was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So, it's sad, but true. Yeah. I think with Drake, um, I think there should be a new category for Drake. <laughs> because a lot of people don't seem to accept him as a rapper, and don't want to accept them as a rapper. So mm-hmm. I think Drake should just be in a the singer. category of not necessarily a singer. Because I I see my personal opinion on Drake. I don't like when Drake raps. I like when okay. Drake sings. Uh-huh. Because I, I like melodies I'm more. I like melodies more. I like uh-huh. R&B and stuff. So that's why Drake is one of my favorites. But okay. I do appreciate that Drake, when he does rap, he is arguably one of the best if as far uh, as as far as like his the sound right because it seems like like, you're more focused on like the overall sound instead of like even lyrics even lyrics i can say that drake is drake can hold his own with the kendricks the j cole yes i hurt my soul (laughs) oh no drake 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 pen game is. But how is can nice. you even say that when no. he doesn't write his own shit? It's okay. Like, well, I mean, anyway. See, we can't discredit Drake off a couple of songs that he didn't write. If we go back, oh, if we go I, back I on the, on the right. Funk Flex interview, Drake was on the interviews with the Blackberry reading off his lyrics. Like, yeah. <laughs> Drake got a pretty mean. His pen well, game if, is if not. if you're reading, if you're reading a BlackBerry, that doesn't mean that you wrote it in the BlackBerry. But I digress. Let's. I, I see what I, you're saying. That, you know, that, it's, it's a good dive point. deeper into it. Then. Yeah, go on, go on. I mean, because like, uh, the more I think about it, I'm like, okay, that's that's true too. I just can't say Drake's a great lyricist myself, but I can say, what was I going to say? I can't remember. Uh. Oh, oh, when he first came out, like when he first signed with like Young Money and everything, and he was really the first one to do the whole like singing, rapping thing, like really as a combo or make it like every song that he put out had him not singing, not just like on hooks, but like throughout the song. And that a lot of people hated on him for that. So I can give him credit for that, too, because now everybody does it. You got like Post Malone. I can't stand Post Malone either. And <laughs> Actually. Um, if we really want to give credit, um, Ja Rule's actually, i say, probably the first one You're doing right. that. Because Ja well, Rule, the way you, like, he's, Ja Rule's. He did, it, it was mostly on the hook, but yeah, you're right. And a lot yeah, of people he, hated on Ja Rule for that, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. look at this, look at this fruity guy singing, singing on the songs, you know. Exactly. Because that was not, like, cool back then, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, good point. Well, so you've been listening to hip hop for a while, I guess, since you got <laughs> Ja Rule. That was like when, when you were like a baby. When ja Rule was out. <laughs> yeah, it was actually like around. Early yeah, I was, I was definitely a baby in that point. But I just like 
uh, hip hop, so I had to, you know, do my research. <laughs> so I knew I knew Drake. Well, a lot of people like to give Drake the credit for singing, but mm-hmm. Ja Rule's doing it. Fifty Cent was doing it. Yeah, and Ja Rule and Fifty were kind of like head and head. Like, yeah. you, know, you it was kind of like an either or thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you either like one or the other. But so. Uh, and I guess I read something else too that said your the music that you listen to in high school is kind of what shapes your taste in music for the rest of your life, mm. which is kind of true for me and kind of not. But like, I can see how that would be like kind of an emotional tie to it, you know, because yeah. you're like becoming an adult and you know going off on your own. You're all angsty and you know, <laughs> like I listen to a lot of like really aggressive stuff in high school, but. Um, I don't know. I like all kinds of stuff now, but um so what what like what kind of shaped your taste in music growing up? What shaped my taste in music growing up? Yeah. Um or like what were you listening to in high school? Mainly I was listening to Jay-Z and Drake. Like I said <laughs> um well, I I used to be a huge Lil Wayne fan. Um used to be well, I still, I still am. He's still okay. up there. Uh, yeah. My my favorites are uh, Kanye, uh, Jay Z, okay, uh, Wayne and Drake, and I like those guys specifically for different reasons. But uh, I that's those are the guys I listened to in high school, mainly uh, Jay Z, uh-huh. um, just because the mindset I was in in high school was, uh, you know, I wanna. Uh, like a more um, you want to become something big like kind of exactly, how he says yeah exactly yeah I wasn't I don't know I just I was trying not to be distracted by a lot of stuff that was going on especially right. in high school and so yeah. and from how I grew up uh, I knew like you know I had to stay focused and the only rapper that was showing that, you know, coming from the neighborhood that he came from and mm-hmm. being able to just stay focused and driven was Jay-Z demonstrating that. So he just, his lyrics were basically everything that I was going through. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, this guy is amazing. I'm definitely listening to him. So like I started listening you. to him. Yeah. And like, uh, I know you're from, I'm sorry, I got, I kept, switching it you're from milwaukee no i'm from minnesota i'm from minnesota yeah. from where from the twin city oh twin cities right cool like what's what's what what was it like growing up in minnesota like a lot of people that would be listening to this are either going to be from where i'm where i'm at now or like denver or a lot of people in new york actually oddly enough so that that's totally different probably from where you're oh yeah yeah minnesota is i mean it's it's filled with every other, I don't know, every other uh, state, basically. It's a lot of people, a lot of teenagers, a lot of kids yeah. uh, doing things they're not supposed to be doing. Right. Uh, but where I'm from is totally uh, different from, you know, all that, that area that I'm talking about. But um, I'm from uh, a neighborhood called Brooklyn Park. Okay. It's, uh, you know... Uh, black neighborhood. Um, uh-huh. uh, now you said you said St. Paul. No, nope. Brooklyn Brooklyn Park. 
was that that's, like a it's so- like uh it's uh like I'm looking 30 it right now. it's like 30 minutes uh north of the twin cities i believe okay uh, Most people, when you say Minnesota, they're just like, uh, well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta Fargo. Give, like, yeah, yeah, you gotta which give. Which is actually people that's, care about. Like, Fargo is actually South Dakota or North. Yeah, South so, Dakota, North, right? Fargo is North Dakota. One of the Dakotas. Yeah. You know that uh, both the North and South Dakota actually have the biggest like poverty problem out of any oh, of the yeah? states. Yeah. Oh. It's, the native population there wow. is so like destitute and and the government just like ignores them but anyway it's pretty sad all right i looked up your city website so like uh you said it's black neighborhood and uh it's like you know i mean is it like uh pretty big i mean is there a lot of people yeah it's a it's a big community it's a community filled with a lot of black people um a lot of people know each other, so it's like you know, you walk down the street, your mom. So it's might not know. that big. I mean, it's 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 a neighborhood. It's like contained well, within the Twin Cities, sort of. But it's it, it's big, but it's just like we have the same in Minnesota that everyone knows everyone. Okay. It's it really is true because like Minnesota is big, but you can walk down the block and people are friendlier. Yeah, maybe? it's just. I wouldn't necessarily call it friendlier. It's just it's just a weird thing that everyone knows everyone in Minnesota. Like you might meet someone, but later on you'll find out that she's that person is related to <laughs> someone that you know, and it's just a small world in Minnesota. Yeah, um, it kind of makes me think of like I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast the other night and he was talking to Neil deGrasse Tyson and Neil deGrasse Tyson's wife is from Alaska and I know people from Alaska and they have this certain way about it where it's not like really warm and friendly but they got your back you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think Mm -hmm. also people I've met from Russia are like that where it's really cold there I think like cold climates like really harsh climates like kind of bring people together not like in a friendly way but it's like, okay, I got you. Like, if you need me to shovel you out of, like, a drift or, like, you know, like, come help with your gas heater or whatever, you know. It's kind of like a, makes mm. makes you tied to people more, I guess, maybe. Because it does get cold there, huh? Yeah, it's very cold here. Yeah. Oof. Like, what is it right now? Oh, you're not there, um, right? I'm not there right now, but oh. I'm pretty sure that it's very cold in Minnesota. I'm in Wisconsin, <laughs> which is... Uh, the same basically if you ask me Mm. the coldest I've ever been was in Des Moines Iowa in February and this was like probably what was before my daughter was born it was like 12 years ago you would go outside I think it was like 30 below and the moisture any moisture on you like on your eyeballs it would freeze Mm -hmm. automatically it was horrible (laughs) no that's cold it's horrible I'm I'm not I'm a warm weather type of person so I I mean Louisiana gets gross hot and it's gross <laughs> and it's miserable but I would rather be like hot and sweaty and human any day yeah, than yeah because you can't do anything <laughs> you go outside and you're just your whole body is just like nope but I think my idea here is I like being able to take 
layers off. Mm-hmm. So I like it cold. Because yeah, I that- can always, you know, you can always add to, you can always add on clothes True. when it's cold. But when it's hot, you got to take off stuff. You, gotta take, you can't take, take your skin off and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's what all you cold weather people say. You're like, you <laughs> just have layers. No, hey. <laughs> I, that's that's funny that you mentioned that because that's truly what everyone say. That's from the cold. That's what my mom said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a... <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Oh, speaking of, like, different, like, regions and stuff. So, like, you know, growing up in Denver... Um, I would say my neighborhood population growing up, at least till I was like 12, was majority Hispanic. And then it was like, uh, probably next was white and then handful of black. Like in Denver in the 1980s and 90s, didn't have very many black people. But where I was in particular was mostly Hispanic. And the music that they were listening to that influenced me was mostly West Coast. And when I went to college, or high school actually, and I started hanging out with more different people from different places, then I started getting more into East Coast. And Mm -hmm. in the 90s, I got into a lot of underground stuff. I don't know if you've heard of like Raucous Records or like, you know, Run the Jewels, right? No, I'm not familiar. Wow. Okay, but they're like pretty popular right now. I think they headline like Coachella or something. But um, it's two basically old fat dudes. Oh, really? It's, it's Killer Mike, who's from... Okay, I know Killer Mike. Okay, yeah, it's him and a guy named LP, who's real, real big in the underground scene in New York in the early 90s. But, you know, I listened to stuff like that, and then, you know, moved down here to the South when hip-hop was, like, at its worst. Like, it was, like, a lot of T-Pain was going on. <laughs> it was a lot of... Uh, um, you know, party like a rock star to totally do like that kind of horrible <laughs> shit. Yeah. And that's kind of when I stopped listening to all new music. I was like, I'm not listening mm. to anything new from now on. But then a lot of the really good Southern rap started coming back mm. out. And that's, so I kind of got a taste of everything. And it's just interesting how different people be like, you know, I'm from California. I don't listen to East coast shit or like, you know, do you have that where you're from? Uh, what, what do you mean? Well, are people like more loyal or disloyal to like certain regions when it comes to rap? Um, I mean, the weird part about where I'm from is people we don't really have a chorus sound, right? So, so we kind of just get. I think my this our state just get music from everywhere. Yeah, we pull in from uh, every other regions we can. Is so, there an underground scene though? Uh, there's gotta be there's there's one everywhere <laughs> i mean there's one in monroe just like uh, you know up-and-coming rappers or the whatever. closest the closest i know to like underground rappers where i'm from uh mm. they're known as the city boys okay um but that's as far as i know i know a couple of kids i went to uh high school with that you know, trying to make it into the rap scene, but yeah, but because y'all just graduated. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. majority of like you know, um, underground that are popular would be like mm-hmm. the Cloud City Boys. They're the only ones I know that are really popular. I know we had Travante Woods. Um, he's very popular, but he moved out to L.A., okay. so I don't know if we consider him 
So um, he's, he he betrayed y'all. Yeah. So well, Cloud I mean, City Boys, they're um, are they? Do they have like albums out or like YouTube videos? Um, last time I listened to them was uh like 2015. It was a okay. while ago. So, I'm actually trying to look them up right now. It's maybe I'm. I think you'll be able to hear it too. If yeah, I you can you can pull them up on. They should be on Facebook. Cloud City Boys. Oh, they got a. Oh, they got a YouTube. It oh, says featuring. They? Yeah, featuring Janie Neal, South Junior High. Strong yeah. enough. They should be like all. This looks like a ballad or something here. Okay, a ballad. They it should does. be all all um, Caucasian males. If that um, helps. Looking. Yeah, you can say white. It's okay. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Oh, shit. Here we go. I don't know how to turn this down either. So this, yeah, this is definitely some kind of ballad that it looks like they did in high school because it's a bunch of high school kids. Well, I hope I reach you and preach to all of you. Let's hear in this song. We are part of the human race. Yo, let's all get along. Don't get it wrong because I've had some ups and downs in my life. But when you happen to have some struggles and strife, just remember... We're all here together to bring one of us down. Oh, okay. They're on something called SoundClick, too, which is like not SoundCloud. <laughs> it's like the generic SoundCloud. Well, I mean, they're fairly old, so I, I don't... They're fairly old? Hell. Well, they're probably in the 30s, but we just established oh, that. Oh, I that's thought you went old, to school so. with them. I thought, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. They're... they're 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 the only group from Minnesota that I know that are well established oh. for, for underground rappers. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The, the guys I went to school with um, aren't really. Um, they're trying good. to make it. Yeah. <laughs> so these, the ones... these guys are actually well established in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Actually, yeah. Yeah, but the guys, the guys that you know, the guys that moved away. Do people really like kind of hate on them for moving away? Or trying to, you know, make um, it another place? That's a good question. Because he was supposed to be the one that was supposed to be up next from Minnesota. Because mm-hmm. we don't really have anyone. What's up, Prince? But <laughs> Prince or, is a man, though. Yeah, you know, as far as, like, rappers, we don't really have anyone. Uh, we had that guy, Soda, Tavante Woods. And, now, Devontae uh, Woods is not the guy you went to high school with. That's someone else. Uh, he, I went to high school. No, Devontae Woods is not the guy I went to high school with. He's just okay. a guy. But I know him because uh, similar neighborhoods. Right, um, right. So he was supposed to be the one from Minnesota that actually put the city on. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's actually really talented. But I don't know. He got up and went to well, I mean I, I kind of understand because it is it's difficult to make it where you're from because for some reason people don't seem to support you where you're from until mm-hmm. other people from other states start supporting you so I get I get why he left but mm-hmm. I think he should have you know stuck it out because he had the potential to bring the city some noise well, what he could, what I think in that situation would be ideal is not that he stay there forever, or whatever, but like that he go out, do his thing, and then continue to like either send support back or like you know at least shout out where he's from, you know. Oh, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. 
Because no, he'll he, come back, but of course. I'm sure he's got family there, whatever. Yeah, he's still, uh, not to discredit him, he's still rep Minnesota to the mm-hmm. fullest. So, okay. from what I've seen, I, I follow him on social media, and he's still he's still repping Minnesota. He's still okay. uh, shouting out Minnesota. But I I'm guess just people saying, just you know, expect you to stay the same, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And so, like you, like you're, you're, like you said, you were inspired by Jay Z. You've got like, what do you say, seven podcasts? <laughs> no, I wish. Or a few. <laughs> I just got a and couple, you know. <laughs> you, you keep yourself busy. You're like yeah, ambitious, I'm, obviously, you know. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm just. I rather I rather be doing something than doing nothing. You know? Right. Well, that's good. So. But if you were had, like, if you had the opportunity, let's say to move to LA, even if it was just temporary, like say YouTube headquarters is in LA. What if they reached out to you and said, Hey, we want to make you a channel. We're going to pay you a million dollars. You would go in a heartbeat, right? Um, of course. But <laughs> with the idea of, you know, I'm going to make sure that whoever from the city, whoever's back home, mm-hmm. they're going to be set, you know, so we can right. all, so we can all come out here and, 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 or that you can come back with whatever. Right. Yeah. The yeah. Way, opportunities on the table for people back home but mm-hmm. i'm not just gonna leave people back home and go to la and forget about where i'm from so right. i think that's the that's the only problem here mm-hmm. but and I that it's it. so damn cold <laughs> i can yeah. see why people want to leave but <laughs> i can see why people want to leave monroe louisiana too and a lot of them do uh, like uh, um there's not i mean if you wanted to be a recording artist here You'd have to move. You would have to, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, what else? What else? What about R. Kelly? <laughs> Ooh, what about R. Kelly? I don't know. It seemed like they made this documentary and there was some information in it. And then people got all like bent out of shape. I mean, what's your what's your opinion? <laughs> I talked. We talked about that on the podcast. <laughs> That's all right. right. The conversation is, it's a never ending conversation. It needs, Mm -hmm. we need to talk about it. So, yeah, it's never, you can never be late. But, um, (laughs) what we, what we talked about was basically the idea of, dismissing the catalog of R. Kelly, his music, mm-hmm. and everything that he was involved in. From our discussion, we believe that, you know, because his content was based on the actions that he was doing, right. it'll be best to... Because at first, I was I was sketchy about it. At first, I was like, you know, there's got to be a point where we can all agree to separate the artist from the human R. Kelly. So right. we, we, but then, you know, like for instance, Bill, Bill Cosby, right? We all, we all right. ha- have agreed to separate the person, Bill Cosby, from the actor, the dad, the, the everyone look up to Bill Cosby. Yeah. So, have we? <laughs> yeah, no. I think a lot people, people, I think, well, I think a lot of people were still divided on him too, but generally it, it kind of seemed like everybody was like, boo, Bill Cosby. Like, I'll still watch, you know, the Cosbys. I'll still, like, you know, the Huxtables are cool. But yeah. but Bill Cosby sucks. It would exactly. seem to be, like, the consensus. 
That's because yeah. Bill Cosby, the the incident that he's involved in, has nothing to do with the art. Unlike R. Kelly, R. Kelly, right. what he's involved with had everything to do with the music, the you know the art, everything that he's putting out. So it's like he'll it's tell you exactly what he's doing. <laughs> like yeah, he's exactly. like, I'm in the studio, fucking twelve year old, and you're just like, oh, this is cool, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah, like that shit's sick. So it's like, how how do we listen to that, you know, and still be okay with listening to that and and knowing what it's about? So it's like, and like like it, a, condemning like, condemning what he's doing when you're supporting it, basically. Exactly. So I think like the thing with R. Kelly is like he's definitely talented. Oh yeah. And I no think doubt. music hits people in in a very like emotional way, you mm. know, and so people get more like worked up and emotional about it. So you're either going to be strongly for or strongly against a lot of times. But like, like you said, he was saying exactly what he was doing and it wasn't like this wasn't already common knowledge. He already went to trial on it, Mm -hmm. you know, many, many years ago. It's just because they reminded people with the documentary. And I know there were people that came out, you know, recently too, that were like actually charging him or the state was charging, whatever it was. Um, But it's like, Okay, there were girls whose parents actually sent him, sent them off to stay with him for like days or weeks, mm-hmm. knowing that he was like this. And I, that's not to say that they weren't victims or that what he did wasn't wrong, but everybody knew about this, you know? Right. So, uh, I don't know. Also, there's this whole component of there's many, many white, uh, artists like musicians that are do the exact same thing and no one ever even talks about it. you know what i mean yeah the only thing that gets me with that on that whole note is is that i feel like a lot of times when the victims are black women mm-hmm. that it's it's often swept under the rug you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and so i don't you know it's kind of like where do you I don't know. It's it's a scale of justice kind of thing, you know. Yeah. But no, I'm not ever gonna true. not listen to like uh, when a woman's fed up, or <laughs> like stuff in the na- like that's just classic, you know, good music. But you know, that, David Bowie the was the important part about, about it, right? Yeah. And yeah. and then another point I I thought of was okay. When are we going to start Me Tooing all all the rappers from the 90s, too? Uh, like, what about, like, Too Short? Are you going to Me Too Too Short? Like, yeah. really? <laughs> Are you going to Me yeah. Too, like, like uh, Two Live Crew? You can't. Yeah. I mean, you could, but... They've already started with uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is dead. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, they got to... They, they're trying I to get rid of him. He's, he's gotten rid of He's dead. Like, what did he do to the man? He's no... He's deceased. People aren't going to stop listening to Michael Jackson ever. Like, but my thing is, I just want people to keep the same energy they had with R. Kelly with mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Because if we find out oh. that what R. Kelly did was 
True. I mean, not R. Kelly, but uh, Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. What he mm-hmm. did is was is proving facts that he actually participated in these. Uh, is that news? Like, is that is that new stuff that's coming out? Because I have. Um, yeah, he they this the same case that he was involved in when he was was alive. They got a yeah. documentary coming out for that. Oh. Same as R. Kelly. So I'm saying it's like if we find out that this is actually true, we got to keep that same energy and get our uh, Michael Jackson the same treatment that we're giving R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. It's totally different when they're alive, though. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, know, but I'm just saying, like we can't. We can't uh, pick and, and choose. I, you're right. And I don't think we should either, like, make documentaries the way we, um, you know, try people, like, as a jury. Mm. I think that should be done in court, not, like, through Lifetime, you know? Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah. I think what is involved in, you know, the documentary and other people, what, yeah. what are their intention, you know? Yeah, and uh, two, it's so easy to come out and accuse somebody of something. And there's so many reasons why yeah. someone would do that for benefiting themselves. Mm. Like money, fame, they're crazy, mm. whatever. Yeah. So it, it, it seems like with this, all the Me Too stuff, yeah, there it, there's a lot of people that just come out and say, so-and-so did this. And immediately everybody's like, oh, he did that. You know, you don't know. <laughs> and that's you know one of I mean? the things we, we were discussing um, about the, you know, how dangerous the Me Too movement movement can be right now because right now it's you know anything that is brought up about someone um, relating to sexual harassment, sexual assault, is which is taken seriously, good, but that's the risky part about the me too movement it's good but we're automatically deeming people as guilty um just because we're so we're high, we're trying to support this movement. We're trying to push this forward, which is good, you know. It's, I think it's a reaction. Something. I think yeah. it's a reaction from like people being angry about stuff going on for too long and then being swept under the rugs. But that yeah. was like the it, that was the culture that not only the culture I want to say back then because it's really not that different now. There's mm-hmm. still plenty of people that are out there like molesting kids or taking advantage of women because they have a position of power. That goes on all the time. and It's never going to stop, probably. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. now if we attach more shame to it, then they'll be less likely to be so brazen about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They won't feel like entitled to do that. And that part of it's good, but people just can't seem to calm down these days. <laughs> people mm-hmm. just get worked up over like the littlest shit. And I don't know <laughs> if it's all the Percocets they're taking <laughs> or maybe they need to take more. Um, I'm just kidding. I love Percocet, but, you know, and, and I'm old. So <laughs> that's and I, I don't know how long we've been on or if you have to go. Uh, do you have to go soon? No, I'm I'm basically I'm done for the night. I got everything handled. I'm just chilling. Did you do your uh, homework? That- did you clear? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's weird too because, like, if you think about it, 
like in 20 years you'll be 40 and I'll be uh 58 and that's not really you don't think of like a 40 year old and a 58 year old like oh that's a huge age difference I think people are maturing more slowly I don't really, I wouldn't even, I mean, no offense, but I don't really consider people that are 20, like, really adults yet, even though legally they are. Because I didn't really come into my own as an adult, probably until I was, like, almost 30. And that's why people are living longer and getting married older and having kids older, probably. And we're, you know, it makes sense. That also goes back to what you you were talking about earlier about um, the music you listened to in high school. Right influences who you are as you get older right you know so like more the who you listen to if you're listening to you know the low zans uh no disrespect to low zans but you know if you're listening to the low zans the uzis the littles you know (laughs) the route that you're taking is going to be completely different than listening to uh not to plug jay-z again but jay-z <laughs> you, know, you know so it's like the maturity different level different there. message there yeah, yeah different exactly. maturity for anybody you know. inside no outside cocaine white body look like gentiles gentiles rule of the day get a view every day get a bitch with a tan by the pool every day get a click with a plan give a jewel every day i never sleep i gotta eat i gotta dance i merely write when i get that advance how can i shout with like 64 amps talking on top about business again he want a lot when new billy's again i want some tap from like two sets of twins twin twin twins yeah yeah hey bitch, bitch. what about um kendrick do you like kendrick i don't know i don't have a problem with kendrick i think kendrick is one of the dopest rappers mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I just have... like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's probably top no. five. Oh yeah, of course. Kendrick is amongst the you know the Drake, not the Drake, but the Wayne. Why do I keep saying Wayne? The, the, the that's, Jays, that's your top. That's your top. The Jays, you know the yeah. Jays, uh, the Kanye. You know, Kendrick Would you say is he's in so. your top ten? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah Good. Because, yeah, he, but. He is very, he's, he's talented. He's very talented. I think someone that slept on too with his, his whole group is, uh, uh, J-Rock. I think he's, you don't know who J-Rock is? Oh, I know who J-Rock is. Oh, okay. Rapper, the, um, the blood. Yeah, well, uh, Kendrick's a blood too, but that's his, like, he grew up with him and he's on his label. Yeah. Like a ton of his songs are with Kendrick, but yeah, he's, he's, he's up there too. Oh, Jared, Jared is nice. Yeah. Uh, but newer, re- like, okay, you're talking about like the culture of like the little Zans and everything else. Like, uh, okay, I hate saying his name because it makes you feel like an asshole every time you say it, but XXX Tentacion was, mm-hmm. yeah, and he became like their like Jesus figure, I feel like. Mm. And what do you and mean? It, well, he, he, it's weird because I have a group on Facebook, which kind of is what spawned this whole podcast. And, you know, whenever there's a rapper that dies, I do like a little memoriam or whatever. And I know when, when X died, I was like shocked in a way, but I wasn't that shocked. And I almost kind of saw it coming because he was doing all these songs about death and dying and like being Mm -hmm. a good person in your life. And it was kind of a switch for him. But the way he died was really like, what? Okay. And then, shortly after that Mac Miller died and he had just started cleaning up his life mm. and trying to do better so it was weird that 
it's not to say that I really expected X to die or to die of an overdose, but you wouldn't think, you know, it was like, it was kind of like a switch, you know what I mean? So that the people that are into that kind of music, when I say that kind, I mean, like you said, Little Xan, Lil Pump, and I'm going to throw X in there. And I'm going to throw uh, ski, ski Mask. And I love Ski Mask, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I got so pumped when I first saw him come out. Um, actually, it was a song with X. I, I said it in the group. I was like, this guy's going to be like the next big thing. And everyone was like, what? This sucks. <laughs> and sure enough, then everybody was like, oh, I love Ski Mask. I'm like, see? But um, they kind of, people would go to his shows. Like kids would go to his shows and there would be riots, like automatically. Like, he wouldn't even have to get on the stage. It's just, like, this anger, this energy that's just, like, fuck everything. I'm going to get fucked up. And, you know, like, I hate my parents. You know, it's just, it's just like, teen angst, you know. And so when he died, I think that that's going to kind of push forward this next, whatever's next after that, whatever that's going to be. And it's not going to be rainbow-haired guy or, you know, Lil Xan or little pump or whatever it's gonna be something else that's like less corny you know what i mean uh so you're saying that that opened the door for something new i think so and i don't think it's come out yet though but it's like i don't really know what my point is <laughs> i guess I think I i'm following just, you yeah i think i was just thinking about you know those those that group of rappers the the brand new i guess guys that have come out and just how shitty they sounded at first. And then they started coming out with stuff that was like, oh, this is actually kind of deep. This is this makes you think. This is good. And now the X has died. And then Ski Mask is starting to become more. Like, did you listen to the new Ski Mask album? No, uh, I Stokely? not. Are you not a fan? Um, A lot of people aren't. I... I don't know if I've heard a song. What's the word? Yeah, she gotta go through him just to get to me. Yes, I'm the middleman. Looking a bitch, she choking a bitch, she blowing like a cellophane. What's the color on that bitch? Remind me of jacket on the killer cam. Am I making green eggs in him? Bitch, you know I am. Uh, uh, drop it on my cough. Yeah, I've... you've heard you've heard like songs from XXX Tentacion. Yeah, like, no, it's such I like a bad this. name. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um it's like i said it's been it's been a while since i've listened to music you know i'm trying to get back into it though um i used to do my uh new music friday early in the mornings uh-huh. but um you See, know, i thought one of your shows was about music or yeah oh yeah i have a we yeah i do one of my show the school of entertainment podcast is about oh, okay. yeah we we display like new music for people to listen to on there. We so have when, a, when you say it's been a while, and this is kind of funny because this is kind of generational too. You mean like in the last week or two, don't you? Yeah, I mean like <laughs> uh, I mean like a month. Like it's been a month since I listened to like new new music. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, see, the it's, ski mask. The ski mask album came now. out. The ski mask album came out like a few months ago, maybe like two, mm-hmm. three. So I guess that's like old news, right? Most likely should be. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's funny because like, for me and and albums, they I mean people don't even like 
buy or listen to albums really anymore. It's just like tracks mm-hmm. or one song or whatever. Yeah. It, it well, would come out in that out so year. I know. Like... And there's so much of it. Yeah. And the ways people's attention spans are set up these days. I mean, I know my attention span is different. Like if of you show course. me a video and it doesn't get to the point in like three seconds, I'm like, I'm I don't want it. Yeah. Like generally what makes people popular. Like if you go to a job and say there's a person there that's a little influential and they look at you and they're like, I don't like her or I don't like him. Pretty soon the whole office is not going to like you and you're going to be the outcast. Yeah. Or if you like go to a school and someone's like, you know, hey, nice shoes. Everyone's going to be like, oh, that guy has cool shoes. And oh, we should talk to him. It just catches like wildfire. And so mm-hmm. I know what you're saying, and it's weird how that works when you, like, move away from somewhere. Or yeah. it's almost sort of like tossing you out there and saying, like, well, let's see how he does, you know? Yeah. But, uh... That, um... That plays so much into rappers also. Mm-hmm. Um, being endorsement deals and all that, you know? This is perfectly... Applies perfectly to Kendrick Lamar because... He wasn't really like a commercial success, but it was like all of a sudden everyone was talking about him right before he dropped Damn, which was the highlight of my 2017. <laughs> but it was like all of a sudden right before that album dropped, everyone was talking about him. And it didn't really have to do with the Drake diss and it didn't really have to do with his previous album, which was pretty good. I think but it was the diss. I think it was the control. Think, I think it was the control yeah. verse that got people talking about him. Yeah. Even though he was good before then. Like Oh yeah, but that was a factor. Kid Massity, that that's a classic, yeah. Like yeah, he got his his catalog is nice. Yeah. But But you didn't didn't really really hear about him. Yeah, exactly. Until it's not that he didn't care, it's more like people like he was very he wasn't necessarily underground, but he wasn't well known. And it was the control verse, it was the diss on Drake, but something just kinda like it's sparked and that's what makes people famous just suddenly it's a buzzword or i i think there's a big thing with like the global mindset i think people's brains are all connected in some weird like kind of psychic way and and don't don't discredit this i don't know what you're thinking right now that i'm like on some weird metaphysical shit but um you know how like the moon can supposedly control women's um uh, menstrual cycles or whatever or like the tides can can change the way people you know interact right mm-hmm. like if that's the case there's got to be something to just the way we all as a group human beings get drawn to certain things and i think that that it feeds into to that person whoever's becoming popular and they kind of reflect it back you know mm-hmm. it's kind of deep but <laughs> No, nah, that was the. <laughs> I know. I just, I get off on these tangents. But I just I like, you know, random stream of consciousness. But that's, yeah. And and he just kind of came out of nowhere, and other people do it too. And it's just like, who's this person? Oh wow, I really like them. Me too. And then they're they're famous. So, yeah. Do people say whack still? You can't be that old. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> people say wax still. Yeah, we still say. Uh, I don't know. I think that's out the bush. <laughs> I do have an Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at A-R-T-R-O-Q-U-E-S. Again, that is A-R-T-R-O-Q-U-E-S. Um, 
I have a lot of content that I'm involved in, so you can follow me on Instagram to check out those content. And uh, that's pretty much it. Dang, I'm glad to I'm glad to be in here talking about. What, can I say the time? Like, it's, you know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's almost uh, midnight, and we're we're getting deep into the conversation. And I love <laughs> this; it's amazing. I, yeah, I, I couldn't picture myself doing anything else so this is (laughs) this is great i'm glad to be doing this yep and uh i like i like it i'll keep it real like light and conversational like you notice and that seems to work out better for me because if i have like a list of questions for people when i get done with those questions it's like okay well this is awkward you know yeah Um, like we we started we started the uh the episode the talking about um just you know i, I don't even music. remember we just started oh, yeah. having a conversation and i was like i was like okay where is this going because <laughs> usually <laughs> usually i'm expecting the you know the typical questions to be asked and none of that was said so i was like okay hold on where's yeah. this going <laughs> right and it ended up being amazing so i like it works though it works it was good talking to you and uh i'll send you some links so been on my dick right. nigga you love my style nigga with your soul like ether Will. teach you the king you know you nah. god son across the belly Lose. i prove you lost the race uh. yourself for the main event y'all impatiently waiting it's like an age test what's the result not positive who's the best